Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Welcome to the Collector and the Dealer, vintage, modern, and everything else in today's sports card world. I am Chuck Oliver. I am the Collector. I'm also a radio host based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and I have been collecting since second grade, summer of 1976. And like most guys, uh, really into it growing up, got away a little bit. And then recently, like over the past 10, 12 years, I'm like, hmm, I remember loving baseball cards. And so I'm back in it. I'm the collector. He is Joe Davis. He's the dealer. Joe, uh, roll out the resume, man. Great to be back with you, Chuck. Yeah, uh, this is Joe with GotBaseballCards.com. Uh, been in the hobby full time since 1991. Uh, also have a retail store, J&J Sports, out in Loganville, Georgia, and uh Still the greatest career anybody could ask for. Love sports, and I love collecting. Absolutely, and you get to combine both of them. Uh, This is episode four. Where'd he get these? How your favorite dealer keeps the cases stocked. Joe, I'm going to tell you a story about the uh, National uh, in Cleveland in 14, I believe it was. And I walked up to a table, and it's my last day. I always show up uh, late Tuesday night. And I'll be there early on Wednesday. Um, I get a media badge, and so I'll go in and start taking my pictures and everything I can post online. Uh, But then I'm there for the VIP all day Thursday, all day Friday. I go home Friday night. Um, One of the last tables I'm passing on my way out, I look over, and I see something that looks like 71s. And I need 71s, Joe. I've been working on my set, but I only need, like, you know, about 25, and they're all high numbers. Well, they're high number. It's a high number run. I start looking at them. Joe, I bought 1971 tops high numbers that looked like you had just busted them out of wax packs or vending. Um, centered, gorgeous, glossy, perfect, all of them high numbers. I, I tweeted out a picture. You can still go King CFB on Twitter, 1971 high numbers. I said, where'd you get these? And he said, oh, I just walked up. And I, I can't imagine being a dealer. You're behind your table. You're at your shop one morning, Joe. Tell me about the blind calls out of nowhere or folk, folks rolling up to your store with a shoebox and you open it up and you see a stack of 57s. Just tell me some of these stories, how you personally keep your case stocked. Yeah, one that I remember, a um, couple of them, one of them was a policeman walked in. He had a shoebox and he said, yeah, I just need to find out if he said, you know, I inherited these. I need to find out if they're real. I'm like, OK, well, let's see what you got. So I cracked the lid. There's 200 T206s in there. There's there's a Matthewson, there's Ty Cobb, there's I mean just I was like yeah they're real <laughs> yeah they're they're real oh look Carolina Brights um <laughs> uh, so, so that that that's a rarity I've only had that with tobacco collections I've only had it happen a couple times um, but I guess one of the biggest purchases I ever made was in Orlando Florida guy used to be a photographer for the Phillies and accumulated all kinds of stuff. And he calls us, and we literally was a tractor trailer load of stuff that we bought up from out of Orlando back in the early 2000s. I, I'm sure that there are folks who call, and either they really don't know what they have, and they present it that way, like you said, the policeman. Um, he just want to know if they're real. Um, yeah. But I'm sure you also have to break some bad news that, oh, I found my dad's baseball cards, and it's time to pay off the house. And you're like, well, no, these are some really good 75s, but, you know, they were well-loved, et cetera. Um, you have people who think they know what it is. Um, 
How do you have to you got you don't want to offend anybody, but you have to break bad news to folks every so often, don't you? Oh, yeah, not not more than that. I mean, it's it's almost daily. <laughs> we we get calls daily with collections and we do our best to pre-screen that either verbally or we get emails with you know collections and we try to educate them and we also try to uh, direct them to things that we post online say, here are the kind of things we are buying and here's why. And a lot of times we have to physically show people, they'll come in with something I'll say, and I'll say, look, you know, I have a hundred of this card. I don't need 101, you know? And so we, we try to, um, we see it as our responsibility to help educate the, the person who's trying to sell it. We may never get them back as a customer, but at least we've tried to give them good advice as to do they have anything of value there? And if they have anything of value, we'll try to dig it out and make an offer on it. But you're right. I mean, a lot of these 80s, 90s collections, there's not much there. And I have seen uh, also uh, someone, you know, I just want to sell it all. And you told him, I don't know, you got up to like 86 or 87 and he still had his, quote, set run going. You're like, all right, look, if I buy all of these earlier cards, I am willing to carry these home with me, but there's no money attached to these. I mean, like, I can't imagine how many, you know, 88 top sets you have. Um, and I mean, honestly, if I gave you 10 bucks, 12 bucks, would you give me an 88 top set? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you won't. <laughs> and, and so, so that's what a lot of people think. Well, I've got a set run and you're like, well, yeah, but about 85, 86, that's where any sort of value to this quote set run ends. Um, what about when it does work out? Hey, I've got some cards and they show up and it's six, 7,000 cards that you're like, okay, yeah, I do want these. How do you start eating that elephant? Um, what we typically to do is we break down a collection by what's truly got liquid value to us, you know, because in most every collection that comes in, there's the meat and there's the potatoes. And so we say, you know, here's the meat of your collection that whether we resell it or whether the customer does it themselves, I say, you know, 90% of your return is going to come from this pile right here. And so I'll say, so if you want to smell, will, but understand that the great majority of, the, of your value is sitting right here. So then if they don't want to sell it, at least I've helped them say, okay, here's the stuff you should go stick on eBay yourself. Um, but yeah, we've had to uh, dig deep at times. Uh, you know, some. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love the financial challenge of a collection coming in that's so good where I have to go, wow. How am I going to finance this? That's a that's oh, a great problem. <laughs> ab- absolutely, and the truth is, you know, people. And I'm just going to use a broad example. I'm not, you know, again, you're a businessman. You defend yourself, but you do have overhead. You have a light bill. You have employees. You have rent. You have, you know, whatever transportation costs of the national. Well, I saw this say on, you know, eBay, and it and maybe they did their work. It sold for eight hundred. It's a eight. And it's graded just, and you're only offering me X. But it, but I saw it for eight hundred. Give me eight hundred. Do they understand that there is a retail price and that you can't pay retail and then sell it for that price as well? Right. Well, and the first thing we when it comes to eBay, because we hear that, well, I saw this sell for eight hundred dollars in your example on eBay. So I'd like to get eight hundred. I'll say, well, first of all, if that person really got eight hundred, you've got to take 13 percent off the top because they had to pay 10 percent in eBay fees and three percent in PayPal fees. Yep. So they've lost, they really only netted 87 percent of that. And then they had to list it. They had to scan it. They had to answer questions about it. They had to ship it, worry about the insurance. There's a lot more cost than just that final number you see on there. Uh, we often, when, if we can't reach an accord with a customer collection, especially if it's high dollar stuff, we do offer a consignment program. And in cases like that, we give the customer 75% of eBay gross. So we basically net 12%. So that's another avenue we 
take sometimes. And and part of the uh, the business arrangement as well is, I mean, if you give somebody, you know, I saw a, a dealer again. We both know uh, when the when the national opened a couple of years ago, I saw him. But before that, I, you know, you get to four o'clock or three o'clock on that Wednesday when the VIP area starts. I was in there early, and Joe dealer to dealer sales. He said. Oh, yeah, I've already paid for my show. I sold a Babe Ruth autograph, $3,500, all my expenses are uh, paid. Um, that is unusual, but what about when you have someone show up and it is just one singular individual big-ticket item, um, and it is the goods, it is a 33 Babe Ruth, it is whatever. Um, you, you see those sometimes, don't you, just the one-off? Oh, yeah, I had a lady from South Carolina drive down to sell us a Babe Ruth autograph baseball. Um, when you said mentioned Babe Ruth, that, you know, that was about two years ago. It was her grandfather's, you know, and she had inherited it. I sent off a picture of it to, to, to an authenticator to make sure it was going to pass authentication. Uh, and so in those cases, what we do is, is I, is I'll sit there with a the customer, we'll look on eBay and I'll say, look, you know, based upon this condition, I think this is about what the resale is going to be based upon that. Here's what we can offer, or you can go take it yourself and put it on eBay and, you know, do all the legwork yourself. So, yeah, we try to be very transparent. That way, you know, nobody says later, hey, you should have given me this. You know, I'd rather just tell them, hey, here's market. Here's what we can do. Absolutely. And it's it's all, you know, above board and, and very, you know, much in black and white. And, and even me, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty intelligent guy, I think, and I know the industry a little bit. Um, I know how to pack and mail. I just I've realized, Joe, that when you scale it up, Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Out and you use a professional. When you use a dealer who does this, you know he's not mailing one thing or she's not mailing one thing. They're they're sending out 212 items today. Um, what you were talking about with what the COMC uh, earlier in, a, in an earlier episode, uh, you're dealing with uh, folks who this is what they do. And so when you start, at least in my cases, uh, when you extrapolate out the cost involved on on you know my personal end, it is it is well worth it to let the pros do what they do. Um, it's kind of like you know paying somebody to take down a tree. I'm pretty handy with a chainsaw. I'll pay the professional to come do it. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back with uh, part two of the collector and the dealer episode four. Where do you get these? Chuck Oliver and Joe Davis back with you. I am the collector. He is the dealer. This is episode four. Where'd he get these? How your favorite dealer keeps the cases stocked. And I am talking uh, whether it's a one-day show, uh, a nice weekend show up at uh, King of Prussia, uh, which I don't think they call it King of Prussia anymore, uh, or even the National. Uh, Joe, I want to talk about... Uh, on my end, as a customer showing up at the National, um, I know I've run into you there at the National. I'll go by and see you. You know, you've done it solo, I believe. You shared a booth. Um, from my end, I just see a pile of cards, uh, and I just dive right in. Tell me about the dealer's experience 
for the national when even the VIP customer walks in Wednesday at four and stays till Sunday at five. Tell me what you've already done by the time the VIP gets there at four on Wednesday. Oh yeah. Normally um, our busiest days, or should say our, our biggest sale days are usually Tuesday and Wednesday morning because that's when all the other dealers can walk the floor because once the show gets going, all of us are stuck behind our booth, so we can't really get out. And so there's uh, that that's typical of a lot of dealers there, especially if you have high-end stuff. There's so much dealer-to-dealer activity. I remember setup day two years ago. I only had one employee with me. We normally bring like six. Yeah. I only had one employee with me on setup day. We were slammed. We, we were just exhausted by the end of the day. We were turning. I mean, we had dealers wrapped around. We had uh, about a 300-foot booth. We were just covered up. We were running back and forth, doing so much business. You know, I had a, um, and this is just again, just I don't want to say luck, but I, I had no forethought. I just loved the photo. Maybe the most famous sports photo ever is Ali standing over Liston, you know, telling him to get up. Well, I had the large size color print that was a good Ali autograph, and I had had it for about twenty years. Well, there was a dealer at National who said. Um, I have a specific buyer for that. And Joe, it actually can work out pretty well, even dealer to dealer, because if you have somebody that you know would pay $300, $400 above, for instance, for the, the, the two foot by three foot Muhammad Ali autograph photo, um, if you have a dealer that, or you have a customer you know is already on the hook, ready to, you know, they want it regardless of price then you and the other dealer both went, went out in that case, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely a win-win. And, uh, yeah, the, the national is like a – I really hope we get to have it this year, but it's, yeah. uh, it, it's a magical experience. It's just right. uh, so much fun. Yeah, and I want to tell folks, um, going to the national, it's 99% awesome. The 1% you won't like is no matter what your collection is, it's not nearly as rare as you think. Um, and, you know, I walked in the first national I was at – I walked in and I believe the first two items I saw was the Bronco Nagurski card in like a like a nine and a half. Uh, and the uniform Mike Schmidt wore in the 1970 World Series, uh, College Baseball World Series. And I was like, oh, well, my little box cards maybe isn't quite so special. Um, Joe, strategies for for uh, collectors like me um, going to the national, maybe for the first time, uh, any sort of strategies to maximize their time. All I would tell them is stay away from the magazines and the books. You'll get bogged down and lose hours. Right, right. I always recommend people going to their first national uh, have a plan, you know, make a list of specific things you want to hunt down. If you just go in there window shopping, you're going to you're going to go home and you'll buy a bunch of stuff and you'll go. Well, this is cool, but it wasn't really what I went there for. You know, I say go with a list and go with cash. Uh, cash is king at the national. And uh, so, um, you, know, you know, chase things, you know, work on your list. Enjoy the experience, you know, as a fan of, of collectibles. But, you know, go with a list so that way you can. And it's good to do your research ahead of time. Know what's a safe number to pay for this card or that card and so forth. Absolutely. Uh, a couple more items about the national. Uh, it is on a, I'll say a pretty tight rotation. It's Cleveland and Chicago, definitely. And it looks like they're throwing every so often Atlantic city, which I've heard a lot of dealers say that Atlantic city there. Yeah, I mean, people are polite, but a lot of them say it's their least favorite location. And I'm like, well, there's only three locations right now. So that means you don't like it. Um, that's where it's scheduled to be. 
this summer. Uh, any any thoughts on the National when it's either at AC or it's on its limited rotation right now? And by the way, I understand with pricing and dealers and union fees and all that, that, that the, the, the roster of available cities is actually pretty small. Yeah, it's very limited. I, I wish it was a little broader, but because I had a lot of fun at the St. Louis National years ago and, and the Houston National and so forth. But um, yeah, Atlantic City is probably our least favorite, too. It's the longest drive for us when we're hauling product. Um, it's the uh, based on the last few, it was the lowest attended. Uh, Chicago by far is our favorite. A lot of dealers would love it just to be wish it was in Chicago every single year because it's centrally located and, um, you know, just a lot of great, great collector base there. Yeah. And I would say, and this is, you know, everybody's situation is different, but if you are traveling to the national, you're already kind of in for airfare or traveling expenses, whatever, pay $39 a night extra and either stay at the hotel. I know in Chicago, you mentioned the location there that, that is it's the Hilton right across the street where you don't even walk outside. You get on that little sky bridge that literally Joe, you get off an escalator into the the floor of the national it's 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 the best setup possible so pay a little extra dollars instead of having to uber or lyft or whatever else uh, i always say stay as close to the site as possible yeah especially if you're going back and forth during the day it makes it so much easier um we we do try to stay close um yeah there's also i know a double tree right across the street in chicago yeah. so yeah chicago very convenient there's a lot of hotels right around there Atlantic City is much more of a challenge, a little, little further walk. All right, we wrap it up uh, with two features every episode. Uh, the first is Joe's buying a box. Joe, this coming weekend, if you got some uh, folding money, some cheddar in your pocket, uh, anywhere 20 bucks to 2000 what kind of box are you going to buy, and what are you ripping? Um, i tell you one of the most fun products that I enjoy as a collector and that we've sold a ton of is the uh, – it's not even a licensed product, but it's Panini Chronicles Baseball. What they do is they put like, I don't know how many, 10 or 15 different brands all in one product. So you could pull, for instance, 2019, you may pull five different Pete Alonzo rookie cards in one box. But, so it's, and you know, they put on, you know, there's autographs, memorabilia. It's just a really fun product. All right. I close out with Chuck's vintage set of the week. And I have been working on a run of 1952 through 55 red man with tabs. Of course, with me, it's always has to be as difficult as possible or else, you know, I don't enjoy it somehow. Uh, so I get the red man with tabs. It was only issued those four years and it was actually in sort of a box. Think about um, sort of a small square box, um, like a personal pizza almost. And there was one oversized card actually in the, the, the wrapping there. And it's everybody from Mickey Vernon to Early Wind to, to Willie Mays. Uh, the artwork is not necessarily the best. It is, I'll say, representative of what the player looked like. But, you know, Duke Schneider kind of looks like Duke Schneider on him. But I think they're gorgeous for the ballpark scenes in the background. Like I said, nice, beautiful, oversized cards. And if you can get them with the tabs, not easy and not cheap. But uh, that's the run I'm working on. Joe, I got to imagine, again, I was talking about uh, Red Heart Dog Food in an earlier episode. I got to imagine the red man, especially with tabs. That that's also such a niche that that it. You, do you put a lot of attention towards those as a dealer? We rarely ever see those. I mean, they just don't come in the door. I think I have two or three in stock. They they just don't come in. They're just. It's a very very tough set. <laughs> I was talking to a good friend of ours, Roger Newfelt, from uh, out in Oklahoma, and I told him I was collecting. He looked at me. He said. 
you might be able to get most of these. He said there are about four or five. Be prepared to, to look at someone wearing a mask and carrying a gun. He said you're just going to have to pay whatever you got on you for, for the last few of these. But it's fun, and it provides a chase. All right, that wraps up uh, Episode 4 of The Collector and the Dealer. Join us next week when me and Joe are back. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.